With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> uh, I was just looking at the stats and I put out the Broncos. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Now what? What? Hey, man, I'm sorry. I have to stop the show. I mean, I know, I know Broncos country can't see this, but... Anthony Ryan back there looking like Fonzarelli. No, I know. He's. I said he's always well-groomed. He's like, you. what? Fonzarelli. You don't know who Fonz is. You're a little young, but yeah, you got your hair slicked back. My hair is always like this, right? You just no, don't pay look, attention to anything. No, it looks good, man. It looks my good. My hair right always now. looks this good. <laughs> no, no, not this Literally good. Literally the exact same hair yesterday. Really? Yeah. Slick back and everything? Yep. What's it's always your, like hey, this. Hey, oh, no, it just looks sexier right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's Crockett and Stout. Let's go, boy! Former Broncos DB Ray Crockett. Come on, D! And Mark Stout. You gotta make a play, man. On Orange and Blue 760. Hair's looking good today, too, Anthony. I mean, always. I've been kind of uh, indifferent about my hair ever since I tried to grow it out, and then I cut it. It's just, I don't know. It's not really liking it. The way my hair looks. But this is about your hair. You can shave it. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea when you're in your fives. Because, like Coover said, he tried to he tried that when he was in his teens, and then it never came back. So. <laughs> yeah, that, you always risk that. That's yeah. a risk you take. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, that's a risk you old take. Old habits die hard. We get into that kind of a uh, risk. We've got the Crock-Pot coming up this hour. Hour from now, we're going to talk to Isaac Bruce. Crockett's crystal ball in the 5 o'clock hour, too. Uh, we'll see what um, what the genie wants to talk about today, since there's a lot going on. Uh, Broncos hired a they did hire a new tight ends coach. Did you see that right? Yes, I did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yesterday we were just kind of you know talking perusing the the coaches that were left. Yeah, we were kind of thinking that they were just going to keep everything status quo, but uh, but no, that uh, that happened today. It's Wade Harmon, tight ends coach. I guess he was most recently with Atlanta. So, um, okay. I don't know. I, I just don't thought I'd let Broncos country know that. about him. I have to look him up and see what he's about. But uh, it's good to it's good to see that the, the roster is being finalized for sure. Uh, Anthony, I want you to um, get to the poll after I read this text that we got at 57739. And then we'll segue into this topic. You can explain what you want out of it. But somebody from the 720 texted us and said, and this is in, in – uh, Regards to what we were talking about yesterday. I went to Build-A-Bear. They are fresh out of quarterbacks. <laughs> now, that's funny. That's Hard a, to find these days. That's a, right, right. And, yeah. that, and, you know, and that ties that in with, with your poll and everything we were talking about yesterday, which you wanted to kind of expand on. So our poll today on Twitter. Yep. An orange-blue 760 with Rich Scangarello now on the fold as Broncos offensive coordinator. Should the team inquire about trading for his protege quarterback, Nick Mullins. Uh, more votes. Kind of similar, though. 50% say no, don't need him. 32% say yes to compete with Case. 18% say yes, good camp body. So we can tie Nick Mullins into this in the sense that we all picked our traits for what we want out of a quarterback moving forward. Does Nick Mullins fit some of the traits that you want? You guys have said yesterday that you wanted. Well, Ray joked that, you know, hey, you got a third-string quarterback. Why would you trade for another one tonight? 
get it. Um, no, that wasn't the joke. The joke was <laughs> what, what would that? be wrong with it. Saying like, why is it such a big deal that you're saying third string? I mean, that's what we had, you know, we have now. Well, he yeah. Was. And I, 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 so yeah, you can I know. change from what you are is what, what okay. the well, real thing was. Well, yeah. What would you, what would you, tr- what's, what would you trade for a for a guy like Nick Mullins? Like what mid rounder, okay. fourth, fifth? You know, and you've got a decent amount of draft picks this year. Probably a fifth. But but I mean, do, you, do you think do you think San Fran would would do that? I mean, if he's still at third string, I don't see why they wouldn't. If they if they if they're getting a pick, you're talking about a fourth pick. If if, if he said. Wait, uh, he you said, said fourth four, round, said, right? Who said, said fourth? Anthony said mid-round. So, mid-round. So, so, all right. Yeah, let, I thought I heard fourth right, round. I heard let's, somebody let's say fourth, fifth, Probably more fifth, sixth. Let's say. Yeah, I'm about to say fourth round is a pretty good pick. And I'm not just saying that because I was a fourth rounder, but I'm saying there's fourth round is a start on your team in a lot of instances. So I don't know if I would trade a fourth rounder for Mullen. Just saying. Right. And and what's what's in it for San Fran? I mean, gotta, that would be you, you great pick for San Fran for a guy that's get a fourth rounder. No, not, but, I, but I know, but you're just saying you're not going to do that. No, I would. Right, no. right. No, I would not. But I'm saying if, if we threw a fourth rounder towards San Fran, I guarantee you they'd do that in a heartbeat. They would tell Mullen, look, peace, homie. No, I got you. No, <laughs> yeah, four, fourth is too much. You, you, you're right, right. So I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack. More, more fifth, six. And the reason why San Fran would do it, one, you could argue that maybe Scangarello got the most out of Nick Mullins, and maybe San Francisco doesn't believe they can get as much out of him without Scangarello there. And two, the reason why the Broncos would consider it is because, similar to why Scangarello brought Mullins there, maybe he was con- he would be confident that bringing Mullins here would be either one beneficial to Case and would bring the best out of Case, or two, out, or yeah. or two, Mullins maybe outright Scangarello thinks that he could legit compete with Case. To be the starter, I, I mean, I, I, we don't know that. I know Skangarello I mean, is very high on him, so maybe are real and good. Like uh, everything you just said, are very real and and are very serious thoughts. Like a thought process that could really happen. I like I'm saying none of that is far fetched. I guess that's what I should say. So I, I agree with you and everything you said. Uh, you know, and I agree. Backtracking was the right thing to do. If you if you're looking at doing something like that, it would be a six seven rounder. You know, it would be something like that. You wouldn't go fifth would be very, you know, stressful <laughs> unless it was a very late round fifth pick or something like that. But fourth, I, fourth, you know, fourth, third, second, none of that. None well, of that fourth. Let's say the Broncos, let's say we suddenly just got mailed their draft game plan. And let's say we open it up and it shows they are not looking to target a quarterback first, second, third, fourth rounds. And we see in there that they are looking to maybe add some kind of arm that is beneficial to case beneficial to this quarterback's room in the fifth round. Well, then you could argue, well, do you, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, of the quarterbacks that were, that they may be looking in the fifth round you could say, you could, you know, talk to Scangarello. Hey, we're looking to draft a quarterback in the fifth round, but we could also ship that same fifth round. We would use maybe to the Niners for Nick Mullins. Do you think it'd be better to have Nick Mullins or a young fifth round type arm? And that's where you can then have that conversation. And that would be a good conversation because as you said, I think, I think Anthony, you used the term yesterday. He's a quarterback whisperer um, with, and and that was the case with Nick Mullins because he wasn't drafted, but they brought him in for a workout. Whisper, by the way, we're talking about Lincoln Riley was a quarterback oh, whisperer. Sorry, but, sorry. But, but, but Scangarello, I, it, yeah. All right, I'm, you I'm, could argue it did with I'm, Mullins. Right, I'm going to yeah. apply it to just this example because apparently um, Nick Mullins wasn't drafted. He had other options assigned with other teams, you know, as an undrafted free agent. But because the Niners and, and, and Scangarello in, in, in particular 
contacted him. You know, they gave him a $2,000 signing bonus. He was kind of his guy. But could he find another quarterback like that this year amongst who's available and, and have, you know, I guess Nick Mullins part two? He could. I don't know. Maybe Mullins. We don't know. We don't know if if Mullins exclusively has the big time favor of of Scangarello. Maybe it is strictly Mullins, or like you're like you said, maybe Scangarello could be a could be the guy who can go out and see maybe traits, if you will, yeah, of yeah. quarterbacks that he likes, and says that's another guy that I can do the quote unquote like Nick Mullins effect. I can bring him in, get the most out of him, and you know what have you. But if it is strictly Mullins, then yeah, I would I would inquire and and to answer your question asked earlier, why would the Niners? Well. Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back healthy. They still do have C.J. Beathard, even though they decided to go with Mullins the remainder of the season instead of going back to Beathard when he was healthy. Uh, they do have Garoppolo and Beathard, so I think they wouldn't, unless they're locked into Mullins being the backup and they really, really, really like him, even without Skangs there, then so be it. It may be tougher to, to pull him away uh, from the Niners, but if not, I think it's worth an inquiry, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Scangarello chats with Vic Fangio and, and John Elway and the Broncos brass and says, Let's inquire with the Niners about Mullins if if he likes him that much based on what we've uh, yeah. what we've seen. You would think maybe that at least happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. That I would definitely say yes. That's that's a strong possibility. That would definitely happen. That he would definitely say, let's you know, let's inquire. I mean, I like Mullins. He he definitely. I mean, one thing is for sure is that we we definitely need some arms, regardless of how we get them, where we get them from. We definitely need some comp one competition for Case, either to beat Case out or to make Case better, however you want to put it, and then somewhat of a veteran or somewhat of a proven backer, which you can say now with Mullen playing six, seven, eight games, that that you could put him in a proven backup third string type role. No doubt, sure. it, it, and, and I'm just you know when I read that article about what um, Rich Gangarello did with Mullins was he took a few things into account. A Mullins, by the way, was the Gatorade Player of the Year in Alabama as a high school quarterback. Now, that's Ray, I know, I know, I know, it's not Texas, but you know, no, that's big time. I don't yeah. care where you are, right? You Gatorade High School, you know, Player right. of the Year. He that's, was originally going to go to UAB, yeah. then he went to Southern Miss, which is where Favre went, right? And because I, I know he ended up, he ended up breaking Favre and Austin Davis's record, so he exactly. broke, he broke records, and I guess he took a team that was so-so to bowl games and won those. And he just had kind of this this little his own little you know checkoff list of things that he did, uh, and and his makeup and everything came into that, and he could you know potentially I guess do that again maybe with another quarterback. Here's here's another question. I so there's you know there, this. Uh oh, I'm gonna stop. Real quick, got another coach coming in to Denver. The Denver. Mike Kliss, our 9 News Broncos insider. Broncos have hired former Broncos safety Ronaldo Hill as their new DB coach per source. Obviously, he was a starter during the Josh McDaniels era from 2009 to 2010. Viewed as a rising star in coaching industry, has previously coached for the Steelers and the Dolphins, says Mike Kliss. So there you go. Uh, DB coach. Ray? There we go. I guess, I guess I'm not going. <laughs> Stop it. So I guess hey, we, not we, we, we can talk about this a little bit more. Billy has been uh, hanging on. We'll go to the phones. Hey, Billy, you're on with Crockett and Stout on Orange and Blue so, 760. How are you? So, hello. Hey. Hey, Billy. Hey. Um, I got a reason to ask this question. Is does Ray, does Colin Kaepernick still want to play? 
Um, to be honest, Billy, I, I couldn't answer that truthfully. I mean, I think he does, but in all honesty, I'm one of those guys until I see you actually working out and, and proving that you want to play or, or, or looking like a player. I I'm, I'm not a believer. So at- with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As of right now, i say no. It's a good question, <laughs> though. You know, it is a good question. Well, because because if he's going to sue, I mean he's got to he's got to want to play, right? I mean, you know, I think his suit his his lawsuit took on a whole different thing today. You know, if if, if Paxton Lynch can get a job in the league and Colin Kaepernick can, I mean, that's just on its face <laughs> problematic. You know what? For the league, that that, that is I, look, you are I, right on right that. Yeah, I, I think I think you win your lawsuit, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, come on. Right. You are right, Billy. Yes, so, I would say you're right, Billy. <laughs> no so I doubt. Want, I, want, I want to change subjects and have you go look at a timeline, and I love John Elway like nobody's business. But you go back and look at the timeline on Mark Sanchez. I mean, you talk about stumbles. Man, oh, man. And, and nobody said this. Nobody's ever said this that I've heard, but it's true. The, the 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 time now they signed Sanchez in the summer, right, or in the spring? Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. And you know, it was in and, the spring. You know, yeah, you know who got signed after him? A couple weeks after, went to Kansas City. Guy by the name of Nick Falls. We could have had him. No, we got San- we got Sanchez. Now you talk <laughs> about a bumble. Well, that my happened. gosh. Yeah, I mean that that happens on you know more than not, but. But how you know Nick Foles had had some super years in in the league, and then he had some problems. But but my goodness, I don't know. It just it just boggles the mind sometimes to think of the guy, you know the what could have been. It's a good yes, question indeed. though about Colin. Thanks thanks Billy. Um, because you're right, Ray. I, I mean I haven't really seen him in the news at all in one way or the other. Have you lately? No, not yeah, lately. Yeah, I mean yeah. you've heard some things, but most of the stuff is is. We are, I, I say we as in the pundits and, and, yeah, yeah. and certain, you know, some players and things of that nature is really what's keeping Kaepernick's name going around as far as him being a player. I don't hear Kaepernick saying it, so that's why I don't say it anymore. You Look, I, I I'm not going to yeah. be you know, right, right. ringing your bell if you ain't ringing your own bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know about the Nick Mullins thing. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, where, where's the poll at as we take a break here again, Anthony? Because see what the people say. I mean, you know, you know he... His best game was against the Broncos, right? Yeah, yeah. 50% say no, don't need him. We also got some replies. Uh, someone did say not a bad idea. Always good to have a backup who knows the system if you're looking for more than that. The no, not interested. That's from uh, Al. Joseph says the first thing that comes to mind is when Josh McDaniels came to Denver, he wanted to trade away Jay Cutler and Matt Castle. So essentially a guy coming in and wanting his philosophies and the guy who wants to, to uh, alter what's been going on. Uh, Patty says no, let's draft our future QB. And Lauscher says, why? Yeah, yeah. And yeah that, that, <laughs> Overall, I mean, people yeah. are thinking, like, again, why? it's a matter of bringing him in, 
if he competes with K, so be it. If not, a potential capable backup. And, I guess. You know, and yes. it's, off, it's obviously a lot more likely if they're not looking to draft a quarterback. If they don't right. draft a quarterback or if they draft one low, then I think Mullins makes more sense. But they're, if, they, if they, let's say they draft a quarterback in the first round, yeah. Mullins, you know, cases could, could be the backup or could be the starter, but it's going to be between those two. Mullins doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. It all depends the, on the plan. The other thing I was going to say, so this, um, what is it, the Alliance of American Football, the league that's starting up here right after the Super Bowl, Ray, you know, there's eight teams. Right. We've, mm-hmm. we've, we haven't really talked about it much, but we will because it's going to be on CBS, at least opening weekend, and then CBS Sports Network. And there's some big-time coaches and names people will know. You know, for instance, like Rick Neuheisel, Mike Singletary. But I don't know. What, what, is the purpose of that league to sort of kind of be a feeder league? I, I would think, or I don't yeah, know whether I mean, that's the you right would, term. You would think it has something to do with it. I'm, I'm not necessarily a feeder league, but definitely You'll see guys just football, another yeah. avenue yeah. for the league to see guys yeah. play at a high level and fast instead of just watching them in, in their prom dresses. It's another opportunity for the league to see guys suit up and play against high level competition and and on you know a high level ground of play as far as with pads on. Yes, that's right. So if like, you want to call that a feeder league, yeah, call it whatever you want. Okay, but they definitely will be looking. <laughs> that's for sure. Because Josh Johnson, the the dude that ended up quarterback for the Redskins at the end of the year, he was assigned to the San Diego fleet of that league, and you know he was protected by their team. And was like, they had a quarterback draft, and he was off to look into that. He was the first overall pick, so there's that, too. Did hear, so Arizona Hot Shots, the, the yeah. team that's in Arizona for that's the New league. Heisel's yeah, yeah. Team, well, 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 Phil Savage, I heard he was on, there was a, a Sirius XM show I was listening to. I think he was on uh, The Wrap with Patrick Maher. And he kind of, they asked him that same question. Is this kind of like a feeder league? And he said, he essentially was saying, like, you mean, like, yeah, I mean, guys are coming in. These are guys that maybe haven't had a chance in the NFL, guys that, you know, went undrafted, like, it's going to act, you know, it's, it's an additional league. It allows guys to have an opportunity, and, and it could be just that. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he was saying, yeah, it could, could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's it, it's no another way league. That you don't say yes. Like yeah. I said, whenever you take one, players that have college experience, that yeah. have college playing time, that played at a high level in college, whenever you take players like that, and then you combine that with former players that have played in the league for however how long, whether it's a snap, whether it's a year, whether it's a quarter, and you combine them together, then you're playing high, football at a high level, higher than college. That's automatically going to be looked upon from the NFL as somewhere we need to see just in case there's somebody there. So th- with that being said, that qualifies feeder. <laughs> yeah, like like I know the Orlando, I think they're the Apollos. They took Garrett Gilbert, who is the kid that played at Texas and SMU, Ray. It's Gail Gilbert's son. Do you remember Gail Gilbert, the quarterback? He was a third stringer on the Bills back in the day. You may not because he didn't play. That sounds familiar, but no, Seattle. I don't remember him. Yeah. The, the, the Bills did, you know, the Bills had Jim Kelly, Frank Reich, and Gail Gilbert. And Gail's son, Garrett, who's now, because I know he was born in Buffalo, who's got to be late 20s now. He was picked in that draft, too. So. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, we there's a lot to this that we'll probably talk about down the road, but we'll take a break. We'll come back. We will get to the crockpot, and a reminder coming up at 5, Isaac Bruce is going to be with us. So we can talk about the Rams, we can talk about the Hall of Fame, all that. But crockpot next, brought to you by Grand Z Hotel and Casino in Central City. That's next. It's Crockett and Stell. It's Orange and Blue 760. You should know this song, everybody. 
Gladys Knight will be singing the anthem at the Super Bowl. Good Is she? Yep. She's an Atlanta native. Yeah, that's the that's a perfect choice. I think she's pushing. I think she's pushing 75, right? I mean, you know, not that that's a big deal to us. It's cool, right? Going back to that simple place You could have sang this, Anthony, in your uh, your choir. <laughs> Some leads and backups. We'll get to the hook, then we'll get to uh, the crock pot. That is Gladys Knight, everybody. Gladys Knight. Iconic song. Yes, indeed. And the Pips. Yes, indeed. Which I don't know what a Pip is, but I think <laughs> I'm going to look it up because I want to say. That's funny. Look, and, and I know I, I told you, I'm, I'm past 55. I'm asking any dumb question that's left in my brain. I think I was playing. I learned how to play backgammon on the flight to uh, the recent flight to Maui. And I think and, it, and I think you can pip or get a pip or pip something or pip your opponent in backgammon. Anybody? Anybody? No? Mm. Crickets? That was natural, crickets. by the way. Look, crickets. Okay. Well, All natural right there. Gladys Knight and the pips. Um, Gladys Knight will be singing. All right. Crackpot time. Brought to you by the Grand Z Hotel and Casino up in Central City. Just eat it. Eat it. Chicken! Pie! Where are we starting today, Anthony? As I look up Pip. We got a few uh, Jacksonville stories today. From the Jags? We're going to go to the Jaguars. So, yeah, Leonard Fournette. Apparently, uh, he and the Jaguars, they're, they're in a really good place. Uh, his relationship with the team. But guaranteed money. Uh, that was apparently voided per a league source. Fournette has now challenged, a formal challenge to the team, for voiding his more than $7 million in remaining salary. Why? Because he was hurt? under his rookie contract. Uh they, I guess they voided it based on the one-game suspension imposed on Fournette. He left the sideline, then he joined in a fight in a game at Buffalo. Um, same day that I guess Tom Coughlin, of course, uh, Jaguars VP of Football Operations, says he uh, he went, when he publicly chastised Fournette and TJ Yeldon uh, when they were kind of you know just chilling on the bench during their uh, last game of the season loss to the Texans. Comes from Mike Florio, uh, Pro Football Talk. So do you think uh, Fournette's going to win this challenge, trying to get that seven mil back, uh, back in his uh, or to his pocket? So explain to me the seven mil was for that one fight. So they voided it because of the one game suspension uh, after um, on the sideline when he joined a fight in the game in Buffalo, um, and then I think it may be a part of it as well. The him and Yeldon like chilling on the bench during the game against the Texans. I don't know. It's not. It's not necessarily inc- incredibly clear why exactly. They avoid the the seven mil, um, but the the one game suspension has to do with it. But I, I don't know. It, it's some interesting waters that the Jaguars are in. Do you think? Do you think who's gonna who's which which side is uh, gonna win this one? Good question. I, I'm gonna be real. I, I think I think Fournette is going to win. They may get something, but I don't think seven million. Well, I mean, that's that's 
I actually, so I found this in addition real quick, and this maybe will help the argument here. Uh, and Mike Florio points this out. The language of the contract supports an argument that a suspension arising from on-field misconduct doesn't void the guarantees. So that was, I guess, previously explained. An arbitrator is going to, uh, I guess, decide whether the team will be able to convert more than $2.9 million in 2019 and more than $4.1 million in 2020 from fully guaranteed to not guaranteed at all. And then again, he mentions, as previously explained, the language of the contract supports an argument that a suspension arising from on-field misconduct doesn't void the guarantee. So it's some gray area here. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they're going to get it. Like I said, they may get something, but they won't get the full, you know, no, nah, that's, that's way too much. You know, as I look at this article, they bring up the, uh, the Rokon Smith situation last year with the Bears, and I don't remember much, but it says, however it plays out, this is precisely why Roquan Smith held out. Broad language that voids guarantees exactly. can become that gotcha item that can hold over on it. I don't really remember what that was about. but No, that's what it, that's exactly yeah. what it was about. That it, it, I mean, to be quite frank, it was exactly this sort of situation yeah. that Roquan was like, no, because anything could happen. I could be fighting for my team or I could be, you know, doing something in, you know that has to do with my team, but then I get punished for So this is exactly the situation that it was about. Now, granted, for Fournette was a bit overzealous in, in, in his uh, procedure off the bench over to try to fight and, and then in the tunnel and things of that nature. But even at that, he was coming to the defense of a teammate and, you know, it was doing the heat of battle. I don't think that grants to him to lose that type of money. I don't think so. And I don't think he will. Is he going to be <laughs> Is he going to be better? Like Fournette? is he going to be a star? I mean, if he's if he's healthy, he's going to be better. I mean, the thing about him is is for whatever reason right now, you've never seen him fully healthy. Yeah. And and that's a problem. Yeah, and a- especially when it comes to the running back situation. We talked to Priest Holmes just now about that. You know, especially when you got guys, guys right? stepping yeah. up. Yeah, you got guys stepping up in your position and looking equally or in some you know position and some characteristics better. It's tough. Next up in the crock pot, uh, this is a little interesting. Sticking with the Jaguars, John DeFilippo, who is now the offensive coordinator of the Jaguars, obviously had the one year as OC of the Vikings, but one stop before that. He was the quarterback's coach of the Eagles from 2016 to 2017. Now, with him now being in Jacksonville, people are connecting, I guess, the fact that he was the quarterback's coach for Nick Foles in 2016 to 2017, or, or at least at some point in there. I don't remember exactly when Foles was there. But with that said, some people are connecting some dots, whether that means the Jaguars could be interested in Nick Foles, who may be hitting the market. Uh, but Doug Marone, head coach of the Jags, uh, when asked uh, about whether DeFilippo's relationship with Foles had anything to do with the hiring as OC, Marone says zero, zero at all. I mean zero. Don't get me wrong. Everyone we brought in here, everyone we brought in, we try to get information from, but the hire didn't have anything to do with the relationship with Foles. Do you believe it, or is that part of it? Maybe they're interested in Nick Foles to be their quarterback. You would think it would be part of it, maybe. I mean, I, I would think so. right. 
I mean, if he's the top guy that's going to hit the open market, and you bring in his old QB coach, there's a yeah. connection. Definitely, I mean, connection. but apparently zero. That, a, you know, look, I can say that's that to be false. I, I'm sure. I mean, it may not have been the de- determining factor or the deciding factor, but to say zero, come on. Don't look. Don't bow for Ray Crockett with BS. Marone <laughs> kind of touched on DeFilippo's array of QB prospects had more to do with the hire than any one player. So, what does that mean? What array? Work with him. I don't. I don't know. His overall. I mean, well, he's I'm a quarterback guy. You so. would think it would be beneficial to say, "Hey, DeFilippo, you got Nick Foles' number? Can you just call him up?" Oh, I if do. Not, I do. If I, not, we can get Cooper to get on the case and get anyone's right, number. Right, right. So, if DeFilippo, if you need <laughs> but you know what Foles' I, his number. Yeah. Oh, 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 as a matter of fact, I got it right here in my, in my phone, in my contacts, because... Cool, can you give him a call? Oh. And can you delete Blake Bortles' number? Because that'd be great. Because <laughs> I coached him in Philly. So, yeah. That could be a landing spot. I mean, makes sense. Now you have that connection, even though apparently there's zero. It's zero to do with it. Yeah. Lies, once, all once again, lies. Look, once again, you're baffling Ray Crockett with bull. <laughs> okay, so Marcus Peters versus Sean Payton. Uh, this is good. <laughs> so back after their uh, their game that they had earlier this season, um, Sean Payton, I guess, acknowledged in the post in the post game presser that uh, he and the Saints liked Thomas's matchup with Peters a lot. And, of course, Marcus Peters came out after that and said, tell Sean Payton, keep talking that bleep. We're going to see him soon. You feel me? Yeah. Because I like what he was saying on the sidelines, too. Tell him he can keep talking that bleep. And I hope he sees me soon. You feel me? Hey, wait, then we're going to have a good wait, little. Wait, wait. You yeah. left off the other part. You feel me? You le- you left out. Tell him to keep talking that bleep. I, it's, it, it, it's Because it's, I saw him coming on that's that why bleep. I, tell, me to, <laughs> tell him and keep talking that bleep. And I hope he sees me soon. You feel me? Then we're going to have a good little nice little bowl of gumbo together. <laughs> Now, with that said... Say you feel me again. You feel me? <laughs> now, here, here's, here's, here's the deal. Though. I does love he, it. Does he sound like... Does he he feel does me? sound like... You feel me? You feel you me? You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? So, oh, here's the deal, this though. this is getting good. Though. Here's the deal, though. They're, they're downplaying it. So, uh, Peter said, throughout all the other stuff that was behind it, me personally, I didn't have an excellent game that game. So you look forward to those rematches. He said, like I said, man, I got the utmost respect for the Saints and their head coach and organization, you know. But things like that, I'm going to be ready to play just as much as they're going to be ready to play. We're trying to play game. We ain't trying to talk about no gumbo. We can talk about all that stuff afterwards. All right, there you go. The gumbo we got. Hey, hey, you from, hey, he know what's up. He know we're going to have a good old bowl so, of gumbo. Well, so he's that's da- that New Orleans, he's baby. Down, he's, he's downplaying it. Now, first off, I think that some props are needed. For Marcus Peters, because he's not building up more, you know, more back and forth. He's saying he's he's going he's going the Belichick route. He's well, going you the, know where he's that going the from. respect respect the opponent route. You know where they came from, Anthony Rod thirty three. First of all, Peters. Let, let me just explain this and <laughs> set this please, up. For please, you. yeah. P- Peters is a where my he is a look. He is a Akib Talib protege. There you go. You know what Akib Tlaib is, and, and you've seen it here firsthand. So putting Peters and Akib Tlaib together, that's the only thing that I said was a dangerous recipe. I said because Peters was already that way, and Akib was already that way coming into the league. Now, Akib has grown, look, tremendously since 
he came in. But Peters, when I look at Peters and I and I remember Akeem here in Dallas with the baggy pants on doing draft day, could barely have his hold his pants up. Yeah. Come on, coach. Let's go. Let's go get it, coach. <laughs> That's Peters now. So Akeem now has transformed a little bit. Peters is still there. So you know where this came from. This came from McVeigh telling Peters, Peters, hey, calm it down, homie. Look, and 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 and, and to be honest, McVeigh probably said exactly that. Come on, homie. Calm it down. <laughs> Look, calm it down. We don't need all this bulletin board stuff. Let's play football. After we kick that ass, then y'all can talk about gumbo. You know, and that's basically what Peter said. They ran, they ran him out in front of the media yesterday, and, and, and I was a little surprised. Although, on the other hand, I'm saying I'm thinking to myself, Ray, social media is there anyway. Right. So, you know, even if you avoid putting a Marcus Peters or, you know, even a Tlaib or somebody in front of the cameras and at the uh, podium, for the conference championship or like the Super Bowl, they're yeah, still you can't st- cut his thumbs off. <laughs> right, there's still social media. <laughs> yeah, you, right. you got to cut his thumbs off so, as well because he 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 is yeah. a twi- what they call it twigger. No, Twitter fingers, whatever. He he does have Twitter thumbs. But here's the thing, though. I don't know if y'all even saw Peters the week before talking about um, the receiver from the Cowboys, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper said, "Okay, I faced Peters and and Akeem Tlaib." several times you know playing in the afc west and peters came back and said yeah yeah he faced us several times but i went out there and i look and he got choked up (laughs) he said and and the media guy you know the pundit said so peters what happened what he (laughs) and he commenced to say i choked him out i choked him out you seen it (laughs) so that's peters you know that's peter peter's just that guy man he's a loose cannon and and you know, he's going to grow. I mean, he's exact. I, I I swear to you, he's exactly like Akeem was when he was young. And, and you know, he's going to take a couple of coaches. This is his second coach now. You know, you know, Kansas City already went through. Y'all saw what happened in Kansas City through the flag in the stand. You saw it. So now he's on his second coach. Let's see if, you know, if, if McVay can calm him down a little bit and get him to play football and, and, and to stay focused. And let all that stuff go. Yeah, I'm, you know. in, I'm interested to see how Peters and Tlaib play because you know they haven't played a ton together all year. Because they of haven't played well, right? And, and look, go ahead and tell the truth. No, you know, no, we no, give yeah, it straight with no yeah, chaser yeah, here the, on Crockett and stuff. Right? The Rams yeah. defense they have not played well at all. Those two in particular yeah. has not played well. <laughs> Next up in the crock pot, CrockettandStout.com. Turn the volume off. I saw it. Turn the volume off. I heard for this it. one. I heard it. It's a little. Blue. NSFW. Not safe for work. Not safe for the airwaves. <laughs> NSFW. Ray, did you know that one, Ray? NSF- I, I didn't know. Say it again. NSFW. NSFW. Oh, not safe for work. Not safe for work. Okay. So, volume off to watch this video. Crockettandstout.com. There's one guy skates down a rink. He's like, okay, just a guy, guy playing hockey. He's in hockey gear. He's got a hockey stick, got a puck. Yeah, so it's sort of like, then, a, uh, it's sort of like a penalty shot. Yeah, then, yeah, then the video pans shot. to the right. And you got this big dude only wearing his boxer briefs. Takes a slap shot right where the sun don't shine. No, it's where the sun. It's right to the junk. Wow. Where the sun don't shine. That's in the back. No, that could be the sun don't shine either place. Well, and he trust me, dude. Scream some expletives that yeah. you wouldn't hear because you were turning your sound off. Now, why? But does, it doesn't look pleasant. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, it's the, it's the case here, of the stupidest thing we've seen it, this it week. I don't know. The whole why, where, how, when, what is just it makes no sense at all. It is funny though. But this is the life 
in the world and the culture we live in. It's gone viral. I saw it. So. Oh, you don't say. Hey, you got views. Do it for the vine. It's a. It's a. Do it's, it for the vine. It's stupid, right? Do it for the video. <clears throat> and as some and, and, and as somebody commented on the comment page, um, this is what you uh, this is what you get when you have face tats on you. This is how you. Uh, yeah, you you know you're not in good shape yeah. when you got a face tattoo rolling. Yeah, yeah. guys got. I tats mean that's all just up. that's my ultimate sign of. Mm, I don't know about this. If you've ever wanted to shoot a hockey puck at a guy's... Now you don't have to. You can just watch this video. Crockettandstout.com. In the crease, you can do it. (laughs) You're going to watch it. He wasn't wearing a cup. No. Crockpot brought to you by Grand Z Hotel and Casino up in Central City. We thank them. We will come back. We'll continue. um, We can talk a little bit about free agency. Isaac Bruce after 5 o'clock and at 5. Shot at that $1,000 signing bonus from Orange and Blue 760. Ah, the Bengals in the 80s. Susanna Hoffs. A lot of dudes were uh, obsessed with her. She was the lead singer. Turning 60 today, Prince wrote this tune. It's a manic Monday. It's Crockett and Stout. It's Orange and Blue 760. Oh, yeah, on an aside, there is a pip count in backgammon. I don't know why, where, how. It works in somehow where you start with a large number and the moves you make go down and that's your pip count. PIP. Hold Just letting you know. Never played. Never played. Never understand. I don't understand that. It's pretty easy because I learned it on a plane. Because <laughs> it was it was there electronically and I was bored. If you want a, want a new addicting game, oh, download boy. it on your phone. I think it's probably on both platforms. Color Switch. My girlfriend's nephew-in-law was playing it and now I'm addicted. Ray, do you have any? Do you have any games downloaded on your phone? No. Do you no. have? Do you, do of course you, not. You gotta play this. I saw. <laughs> no, I saw. I saw I my girlfriend's nephew in law playing this thing. I started playing it, and it's seriously you, addicting. You really that, Mark? <laughs> well, I have one. I have words with friends. I I don't. I have none. But that's the only one I. Okay. Well, if I can and get you know interested, I should because my it, granddaughter always asks me. If I can get interested in because my girlfriend's nephew in law, you guys can. I believe in you. Oh, I'm, I'm not. It's good. super fun. It's called Color Switch. It's very simple, very basic. It does get really hard, but it's a lot of fun. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. <laughs> I feel like I just I, download. I, it I feel like saying something in the break, Mark. Feel, come I, over and no, drive. No, I feel like saying something about can, Candy Crush. Is that what that? Yeah, no, that's oh too simple. God. That's that, see, that game. That's too was. simple. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I just I was know so tired of, it. of seeing and hearing right, right? About Candy Crush. Yeah, right. Man, that whatever that is. Flappy Bird. There's another one. I never heard of that one. Good. It's it's worse. Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird. I don't think it's around anymore. <laughs> for those who know what I'm talking about. Um, Greg Rosenthal writes for NFL.com. He put out his list of the top 25 NFL free agents for 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of position, 1 through 25. I'm just going to tell you right now of the top 25, 1, 2, 3 are offensive players. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty defensive center. And the three offensive players are, A, Le'Veon Bell at number two. Nope. What do you mean, nope? As in, not a candidate here? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not like, happening. What? Nope. 16th, Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe. I like that. And then 25th. Hopefully. Matt Paradis, Broncos nope. center. Other than that, it's 
The one offseason. safeties, you name it, yeah. The one offseason the Broncos could really benefit from pretty good offensive free agent class, and it's just not strong. And just a few corners. They don't so have. Not strong. Yeah, not strong. No, 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 it's not. So, like, we just heard Mike Kliss on our update talk about getting a wide receiver one. Pretty much Who's... A, B, or nothing. And he's, it'd be a trade, so. I mean, there's other guys, but. Because I can tell you right now, here's who Bleacher Report has their, their, their top wide receivers. And I heard Justin and BK talking about this, Ray. Funches right? is one, right? Funches is one. He, he, I'd be I'd he, be intrigued. He, you would he, be intrigued in Funches? I think I would be. He's a big dude that's had some production down there in Carolina. Big target. Now I'd be uh, maybe. But, I, I, but I think isn't he? Is he? Is he? Is Cortland Sutton? You know, is, are they that's why I was thinking. Similar, is it, yeah, that's, that's what I was. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be interested in Funches. Depending on the price, I, maybe. Maybe give him a veteran that. Is similar. I mean, what what yeah. would you use him for here? I mean, seriously, I'm not trying to be funny, but seriously, what would you well, use for, him for? For the money, it would, you know, you could just have, hopefully, um, Tim Patrick is, you know, Devin Funches too, right? Or Yeah, yeah, the more yeah, you think about I, it. I'm it, thinking you, you have around the same guy already. Right. Twice here. It depends on your level of confidence in their progression, I think would be the level of interest in Funches. If you think they could benefit from having – a more experienced version for another for one more year, then so be it. But you know, if you but, think but if you think Patrick honesty, and Sunder are far enough, what is Funches? Funches really only has one year on them. <laughs> I mean, he's not really that experienced yeah. to be honest. Yeah. He has a couple of years on him, but he didn't do much. I'll look up his numbers here. Hold on. Oh, how how old is Funches? Funches is uh, going to be twenty five in May. Right. So what has he been in league three years? Uh, this was his fourth year this past year. And it was his second year as a starter, like you said, Ray. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He really didn't. <clears throat> yeah. um, so I don't know. I, I would I would roll with with Patrick and 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 my guy that we, that we already know. Both of those guys, if you keep them on the curve that they're on or on the angle, the upward angle that they're on, I, I would go with them over Funches because I think both of them have more elusiveness than Funches, and both of them have more speed than Funches as well. The more I think about it, the less I want him. <laughs> well, but, no, but but I, I, I do I do I do like Funches, but but for the well, fit here, but, yeah. But if you I, put I, but if you put him next to Tim Patrick and you put him next to kinda, who we already have, yeah. then you start to say, I mean, okay, maybe not. So you so, know what I'm saying? so so this year and he missed a couple of games, um, and only started twelve. Funches had forty four catches for five hundred and forty nine yards and four touchdowns. Now the year before. He had 63 for 840. So let's say over the last two years, Ray, it's yeah. 100 catches for 1,300 yards. And, and I fully and we got believe a guy that can do that. That's what I was about to say. I fully now, believe we have a guy that can right, do that. Right, and now the reason why Anthony Rod is kind of saying Funches is appealing is because when you look at the list of the top 10 wide receiver free agents. It's not many. No. Golden yeah. Tate's at the top of the list. Yeah. Okay. Of course, he, he All would right. be. Right. I, I, I give him love. Right. You know, and, and, you know, we know he's been around Seattle, Detroit, Philly. Two is Larry Fitzgerald. But, you know, what's Larry going to do? Yeah. Right? I mean. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's going to coach you. But, you know, right. I mean, and if he signs. Year, we're, but we're, Larry Fitzgerald would be what Jerry Rice was in, in Seattle or tried to be in Seattle. What Jerry Rice wanted to be in with the Broncos when he came with the Broncos and they ended up releasing him. Yeah. And not keeping could, him, he could, he would could be, be a similar player situation. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, Larry Fitzgerald will still make some catches here, there. But as far as using up a young roster spot, right? Especially where we are, no, I would, I wouldn't do that. And with Funches, the reason why, I mean, don't get me wrong, Anthony Rod, I, I, I can see why Funches is appealing, but I just, 
I look at what Funches really does as a wide receiver. I don't. I'm not a numbers guy, so to speak. And, and Mark, I, I'm glad you threw out his numbers anyway yeah. because it wasn't that great this past no, year. No, 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 no. But even with that, I I let my eyes as a DB tell me. Funches would not give me any more problems than the two rookie receivers that we have. The two big guys, you know, the two guys, especially from a jump ball standpoint and then from a Tim Patrick, from a route running and speed and elusiveness standpoint, Funches wouldn't give me any more problems if I had to cover him than those two guys. Well, the other names on the list, too, I think you're going to say the same things, too. Um, Adam Humphreys is the kid in Tampa. Yeah, Tyro Williams is on that list. I don't know. I, you know, I, we saw him play for the Chargers a lot. I don't know. And then there's Dante Moncrief, Jordan Matthews, um, John Brown. I maybe you know with the speed, and- which which gives me more of the the mindset of of what we talked about earlier. Anthony Rod about Emmanuel Sanders. We have to bring him back, man. We have to. I mean, looking at that list, right? And then looking at who we have on our roster, right, right, right. along with Emmanuel Sanders. Let's let's pray that Emmanuel gets one hundred percent healthy and, and is back to one hundred percent himself because we need him. You know, in in this, not only do we need him, the offensive coordinator needs him, the QB. You know, he he's a perfect fit here for the guys that we have, Deshaun and all those guys. So Emmanuel Sanders coming back to me is a no brainer. You know, and he said something to the extent too with his injury with his Achilles that you know hopefully everything has been advanced in terms of. Achilles surgery and rehab and getting back and and, and I know it's going to take a while but um, yeah, I, I modern medicine saying. is what right. he meant yeah modern medicine no is so incredible oh, well, I, at I, this point yeah. I, I, I'm I'm proof positive I had my hip replaced four years ago my right hip and I was in the hospital for four nights my sister who's four basically almost to the day she's four years younger than me same age so at 52 she had hers replaced last week she was in the hospital one night. No, I mean on the and, same, and, and I'm just comparing that and, and using that as a parallel to what to expect with right. with Emmanuel and his injury, and and hopefully you can come back because yeah, that list is is thin, man. Well, I was gonna say Ray on the topic of commerce uh, on topic of wide receivers, and I want to put you in an awkward spot, so you, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. But is it worth a camp invite to, to your guy, Corey Coleman? I, I mean, I think to be honest, I mean. I think it would be for for several different reasons. One, Corey is a great return guy. You know when he's when he's has his mind on straight and he's that, ready that to go. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that would be big for us because I don't think Philip Lindsay is going back there again. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to be looking at that as well. I mean, we can look. Of course, there's some college guys from college return guys as well. Yeah. But for the, the price of what you're going to have to pay for Corey, that's the only thing is that. Because Corey is still under his rookie deal, but he's going into the fourth year of his rookie deal. So it depends on, you know, how how that shapes out. But one, I mean, the Giants really like him, so I think he's going to be back with the Giants, to be honest. You know, I looked at the free agent QB list, and Teddy Bridgewater's on there and RG3. Um, But, you know. Now, RG3, we talked about him. Oh, yeah. I I, I think he would be worth a a camp invite. Since you said that, I've been pondering that. I, I. because of the money, I think if you're looking to add a free agent guy and you want to spend as much as I think it will take to get Bridgewater, I, I, I'm I starting to kind of warm up to that idea of RG3. At least a camp invite, see what he yeah. has. Again, the Broncos, the reason why we, our poll is about Mullins and the reason why you can talk about maybe guys like RG3, obviously Teddy Bridgewater is a different conversation because of what he's going to cost. Yeah. But I think the Broncos are in a good spot. You know, with Case, obviously he's coming into his second of his last, you know, last year of his deal. The Broncos are in a good spot where there's nothing against 
looking to inquire about these potential guys that could be they be maybe maybe a fit for this last year. If they draft a guy, it could be a fit for a guy that could be in front of them for for a year. The Broncos are in a unique spot where they can take some flyers, especially especially at quarterback. And if they compete with Case, so be it. If they don't, they don't, and that means Case won the job out. But they are in a unique spot when it right. comes to inquiring about quarterbacks. The good that thing could be is guys. when you're talking about a you know Anthony as far as Teddy Bridgewater, and then you're talking about RG. Those are starters. Those are starters well, I, in this league. I, I'll tell you this: you I know, saw that, I, that have been there before. I saw a list of ten, and three of the ten were Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, and Kevin Hogan. Seriously, Hogan was ten. Isaac Bruce, right around the corner, and a chance at a thousand dollars. Stay tuned; it's next. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.